welcome back to the Whatnots Reactor Core number 62. My name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how's it going? I'm going good, Kyle. How are you? I am doing pretty good. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm really like I've, I haven't felt this <laughs> level of excitement to talk about something in like forever. Like, so right. we're here to talk about <laughs> season one of Yellow Jackets. Um, God, I yeah, I, I'm so excited. It feels like lost all over again. And I'm so <laughs> happy. <laughs> right. So this happy. is the closest we've come to like summoning back that magic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's been shows that I've liked just as much as I've liked Lost, mm. but not never in the same way. Right. And this just yeah. like from the get go was just like, oh, it, this is like the spirit of law. It's it's the ghost of Lost's past. <laughs> I love it. It's great. <laughs> it's like Showtime so. looked over at my Hulu account and said, what are you watching? Lost and Pin 15? What if we put those two together for you? <laughs> what if we gave you a couple 90s girls in a remote survival situation? There you go. There you go. Yeah. So that's what we're here to talk about uh, this time. We started watching this basically at the beginning of the month here, just like a week or two ago and was just like, oh, we, we, we yeah, have last to week. talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we binged this. We pulled this together in like less than 10 days because somebody Absolutely. put up they put up the signal in the sky that said, here's a thing that's like lost. And Kyle and I, we go down our, our fireman poles, we change into our costumes, and here we are. We're ready. <laughs> there you go. Indeed. Uh, speaking of costumes, you, you're looking very 90s. I, I thought I'd put on some 90s. I got my middle part. I have my choker necklace. I've got my very shiny lip gloss. I do what I can. I, I'm, I'm just in neon lights. I have like a planet like I'd always have. I'm in a dad hat. <laughs> I don't know. I just... Sure. <laughs> it's good. It's fun. Um, okay. So I here's I like I I I think you can tell by our excitement how we feel about the show spoiler free. Mm. I I freaking loved this. I thought it was fantastic. Um I it it can almost do no wrong in my eyes. That's not true, <laughs> but it like I it's one of those things that I like so much that I'm willing to forgive some of the more like eye-rolly moments. There was a yeah. couple of them in there that I had that I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> really? <laughs> but yeah. I'm so excited about the other things in this show and the mysteries and the questions that I have and the things that I'm I'm just baffled. Mm. by that i i kind of just gloss right over them and i'm i'm just like i'm willing to forgive so much with this so <laughs> keep that in yeah. my mind but i i think that is my like spoiler free how i felt what i thought yeah yeah not everything in this show totally hits for me there are some choices it makes where i'm like okay all, all right I accept your terms. <laughs> Let's move on. But what does hit hits hard. There are some other choices yeah. in the show that I really like. 
overall, it's I find the bold. show fast. Yeah, fascinating, compelling. Even when I'm sort of puzzled by what it's trying to do, I am along for the ride. I'm going to stick this one out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so season one is all out now. You guys can go watch yeah. it. It's on Showtime. Mm-hmm. However you want to acquire Showtime, you can go do that and binge all of it right now. Uh, I know my I mentioned this show to my parents and my dad was like, I think I saw that on Pluto TV. Yes. And I think yes. they were at, at least for one day showing the pilot just like nonstop all day. I don't know if they went on to show the other ones. I, but... That's how I watched it. Yeah. When I first heard of the show, I went to Pluto and I, you were able to watch the first episode free. Uh, and that's when I decided, yes, I'm invested in this enough to get showtime cool. for the month. Good stuff. Yeah. And I think if you haven't had showtime before, there's a f- free month trial that you guys can do now would be the perfect time to get that i guess also if you're a fan of dexter i think dexter is on there and yeah so there you go but uh that's where you can go get the show we both thought it was fantastic despite some choices it may have made (laughs) but we liked it so much um it's it is a wild ride it is always entertaining i don't think you're gonna watch yellow jackets and ever be bored like uh, this is a show that I would I'd watch it and then I'd lie awake at night like as I'm falling asleep and I just ponder just things. Yeah. I like there's so Pondering there's so the much for your brain to chew on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I will also say at the top that the show covers some heavy t- topics. Um things can get pretty gruesome and mm-hmm. disgusting and violent and scary. Um so I, I think by the nature of that, they're, they're just general content warning. I, I don't know what exactly we will all get into with that. But the, yeah, there is some some nasty things uh, in mm-hmm. this show as well. So be aware of that. But let's do sorry. So n- normally what we do here on the reactor core is we will get in like once we're in spoiler section we'll kind of like beat for beat do some broad Mm. brush strokes of the plot as we go along as a jumping off point uh for us to talk about the show i think this time we're gonna opt to do like a a plot like a just a brief plot synopsis maybe some extra details in there to kind of summarize season one but I I think, Melissa, you mentioned right before we started recording, we just need some room to, like, be free <laughs> with this one and kind of go wherever. So this really yeah. will be like once we get past a certain spot, it will be like no holds barred. All spoilers are just. There you go. Um, so. We are about to do a plot synopsis is can 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 we do like what's the pitch of that? Let's let's do that. Okay. For, let's at least have the like spoiler free. What's the what's the like 30 second pitch? In the year 1996, uh, a high school girls soccer team is on their way to the national championships when their plane crashes in the Canadian wilderness. They have to survive there for 19 months. 
And the show follows that and it follows uh, modern day, the lives of the few survivors who managed to get out. 25 years later. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, So. With that, well, I, I guess the one thing you, you we, I, like I said on the Captain's Log, you have to say, in those 19 months that they were out there surviving, they turned cannibalistic. So it's like yeah. one part Lost, one part Lord of the Flies, one part maybe a few other th- things. It, a lot like it, the it, terror there. reminded me of that. Maybe just because so, that's also in Canada. <laughs> Also, I, I guess something that I was not aware of that my dad mentioned when I mentioned this to, to him, something like this kind of happened in real life to, yes. I think, like a yes. rugby team. They got stuck in the yeah. mountains and had to t- yeah, turn they got ca- stuck. cannibalistic for to, to survive. Yeah, I watched so. a video on this this week from the channel Weird History on YouTube because I was also aware of this. And wanted to know it in a bit more detail just so I could see if there were elements that the show was borrowing from. Yeah, it was some, I forget exactly when, before we were adults, before our lifetimes maybe. Yeah, in South America, a rugby team on a plane, their plane crashed into the Andes. Uh, And I don't know how long they were there. The video made it seem like two months, maybe something like that. But yeah, they're all the Mm -hmm. way up there. Uh, no plants grow there. There's no animals. They eat all the food that's on the plane. Uh, and then they look at the, uh, you know, their, their fellow flight members who had to die in an avalanche. And they, they did what they could to survive, you know. And then, like, two guys walked out of there. They hiked for, like, 11 days. <laughs> and Yikes, they were man. able to go get help. That's wild. Wild stuff. But yeah, uh, so this show is pretty crazy. Go check it out. Highly recommend mm. it. It is binge worthy TV. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and we'd love it if you would check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in the whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. But that said, I am about to put up our spoiler alert thing. So from here on out, we're going to get into spoilers. We'll, we'll do a little bit more plot stuff once we're in spo- spoilers. Mm. But uh, yeah, from from this part out, spoilers. Bam, there you go. Spoiler alert has been posted. So we already did the pitch. Let's dive a little bit more into the plot mm. real fast. Here, so 
the girls team crashes in the Canadian wilderness. They are stuck there for 19 months. What we see in season one is they end up finding this mysterious cabin uh, that's uh-huh. out in the woods and they go up there uh, and that's kind of where they've been camping out. Uh, they are trying to learn to hunt. They have one rifle uh, and thankfully the cabin had a bunch of ammo uh, that happened to fit that g- g- gun too. So yeah, the, the, it's the one line they kind of hand wave away where one of the girls is like, they're doing target practice to see, okay, who's good enough that they get the rifle. Like we are selecting our hunting team. We're not just taking volunteers. Who's actually going to be the best yep. at this? And one of the girls is like, why are we spending all these bullets on target practice? And the, the assistant coach is like, oh, the cabin's stock full of them. See, this guy was like some sort of a, a doomsday prepper. Like that's the one allowance they give themselves yep. is, don't worry about bullets. Like bullets aren't going to be a problem. Kind of, Just don't think about it anymore. Kind of one of the eye roll moments, but it's still just yeah. like, all right. Like I, I understand it. Thank you for like making me not have to think about that of, of mm-hmm. j- j- just stuff like that. You, you know, so uh, yeah, they are tr- tr- trying to learn to hunt and forage and all of that stuff. But weird things just keep happening. They see the symbol uh, that's been carved into the trees and in the floor on this cabin. Uh, and really, really weird things happen. <sighs> happen one girl starts sleepwalking one is maybe possessed by a spirit uh there is a a wolf attack and one girl almost dies there's some crazy stuff going on uh they do find a plane uh very similar to lost Mm. in that regard um and they try to send one girl out on the plane uh and the plane explodes (laughs) <laughs> so like, they're they're still stuck there yeah yeah um, and it seems like the the land that they're on wants to keep them there like there's when they there's first find this like forest or something yeah. in the forest we're not sure when we first find this old cessna plane buried in the woods that they can tell belong to the the old man whose skeleton they find in the cabin uh, somebody, one of the girls sees all these vines wrapped around the, the wheels of the plane and says, this place doesn't want him to leave. It, it won't yeah. want us to leave. Yeah, exactly. So spooky stuff is happening. Uh, and then they they eventually decide to kind of have a, a party. Uh, it's kind of like their homecoming. But at this point, <laughs> there's been like so many bad things that they changed the name yeah. to Doom. <laughs> coming uh in which they're like look we brought our dresses we let's let's cook some food we're probably not gonna survive this so let's just have a fucking party right Mm -hmm. Uh, and they accidentally put a bunch of mushrooms in the food that were that was meant to uh poison someone that's a whole different story Uh, (laughs) don't worry about the poisoning (laughs) we'll come back to poisoning (laughs) yeah we'll get there uh but yeah they end they end up like most of them end up tripping on shrooms and this is when it starts to get real lord of the flies things just go really really 
wrong. And I think the stuff that happens because of that is the start to all of the like what we eventually see that or, or what we know that they will form factions and turn cannibalistic and do all of that stuff. But that's yeah. basically what's happening like in 1996 in the I, forest. I, I want to lay out a little bit of timeline too. The first thing we see in the show is it's winter. We're out there in the woods. This girl who we only see from behind, so we're not exactly clear which girl it is. She's running through the woods. She's screaming. You can tell she thinks she's being pursued by something. She runs into like a, a tiger pit, you know, falls through a, a camouflage sharp, into a pit onto a sticks. bunch of pointy yeah. sticks. She has been murdered. Uh, and then you see the girls in like these and like, of course, they're wearing furs to survive the Canadian winter. But there's something about like all the fur and hide getups they're wearing that feel extra eerie. And they, they, they have like, a, like the, the girl. They it's like her. a chain mail looking mask with antlers yeah. and stuff. It's yes. very just like this seems like a cult. Like what is happening right. here? Uh, they cut up the girl they they serve her and yeah when they have their dinner it does feel like some sort of a, a spiritual event very culty uh so we get that flash forward the plane crashes the girls mentioned that they're like missing prom for this so the plane crashes in like april or may they're there for 19 months which is one of my favorite details of this story gotta say that up front that's mm. like Oh, so long. So many things can happen in 19 really months. Is. I would lay awake at night just thinking about 19 months. But with that timeline, we see this first scene happening in winter. We don't know if that's the first winter or the second winter. Did they resort to this shortly before they were rescued? Or was this like, no, nah, we've been here like six months. This is where we're at already. <laughs> Yeah, wild stuff is happening. In 1996, I I think the we only get as far as like early to mid fall. I think they have their doom coming at approximately high school homecoming time. So it's like mm -hmm. maybe October. Yeah. Um, so like that's how far we are in their survival storyline in season one. OK. Yeah. Which I, I have some questions about that, too. Exactly. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. uh so in in modern daytime in 2021 is when most of the show takes place, uh, which is 25 years later. Um, we are catching up with a few of the survivors. Uh, one of the main ones is Shauna, who is now just kind of middle aged soccer mom in a like dead end marriage uh, just like it's it's such a stark contrast from what we like from what the show like starts out as and sh shows you like right at the start so it is interesting yeah. to just be like how yeah how did they get back to this what is going yeah. on um, not I want to also say I want to say also not literal soccer mom it seems like all the girls right, right, soured yes. on soccer Soccer is really not important past like episode two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we start catching up with a few with a few of these survivors. One of them is running to be a, a state senator. Uh, one is a nurse. 
and a couple of them start getting blackmailed. Um, mm. They receive this mysterious postcard uh, with the the symbol that they had seen out in the woods, and they're asking for fifty thousand dollars. But they're being blackmailed because these survivors have never truly told their story uh, and mm. what happened to them while they were out there. They've given enough to be like, yes, it was a traumatic experience. We'd rather not talk about it. But that's kind of it. Um, and the survivors seem to have enough of a pact to to know that, like, hey, under no circumstances will we be talking about this. However, they've all kind of gone their separate ways. They're not really in contact with one another mm. until the show starts. Um, and... Yeah, we learn that some of them are still dealing with the trauma in different ways and uh, things seem to be carrying over in a weird way. I, that, that's very vague, but that's that's kind of the plot line is that they like here's they're still coping with this. Now they're being blackmailed. They're slowly starting to come together. Uh, mm. And and one of the survivors has died. I I guess we should say that they think he's been murdered. Uh, they're yeah. trying to piece it all together. Uh, it, it, it they seem to think it's all one big mystery. I think us as viewers know it's like maybe th three or four smaller <laughs> things all happening at the yeah. same time. But that's kind of it. Yeah. And then we, we also get a couple flashbacks to some of the girls when they were younger, uh, but it's not as like uh, consistently structured as Lost is, where it's like, it's a Hurley episode. You will see three or four flashback scenes for Hurley that illustrate a particular tale in his past. God, I miss Hurley. Hurley's so good. Anyways, you, may, um, you must always think of Hurley in times when you need strength. Hurley is there. Indeed. So, yeah, that's kind of the plot uh, of the show. And. I, I've just been nonstop thinking about this show. There's so many mysteries. Uh, I, I think I, I, I think the show does a really, really good job of of answering things you probably need to know to make season one interesting with mm. giving you enough to be like, God, I cannot wait for season two, but it's also not so overwhelmed. I mean, maybe it is. So I, I took a bunch of notes and stuff. Yeah. Here. I'm, I'm going to see I if I can have like, taken notes. Sh show it on screen. I wow. have like You're notes and questions and so much <laughs> stuff. I, I, I had so to like seriously. I got I have these are all questions that I have. Okay. I could read this Here. off and it would take me an hour to read them off. I scrolled like seven times <laughs> on my let's, phone. Let's, <laughs> let's start here. Uh, I think the show is a wonderful cast of characters uh, and yeah. a wonderful cast of performers. Uh, which girl was your favorite? That's my first question. Ooh, God, that's that's a tough one. I think I I I have to say Christina Ricci as Misty Quigley, <laughs> older. God, she is incredible in that role. And a powerhouse. Uh, who, who, I mean, 
let me see. I need to look up the actress who plays her when she's younger because they both do phenomenal. They're great, uh, and they yes. are. They're they're I. It's it's sad that we probably won't get to see them in a scene together because they're playing the oh, same yeah. character. Yeah, but they are spot on. They must have like, uh, they they must have like gone into like a, a room by themselves to be like all right what is this character's ticks and they both just get them down perfectly like the way that like the glasses will... push yes exactly the exact like, maneuver she, she, of pushing her glasses her up. whole h- h- hand to push <laughs> her right. glasses on the side like back onto her face it's never the like one finger up the bridge right. of she's the not nose a cool anime it's guy no it's her whole hand to like touch the side. Like she doesn't grab it, but it's like she just like pushes that corner in to like make it. I don't know, but it's just, oh God, it's so good. They nail it. So yeah, I have to, I have to say Christina Ricci is phenomenal. That was in this. A, a twist for me at the end of episode one. And I don't think it's a twist that the show built in. When I was Googling the show just to find out, like, oh, Yellow Jackets, it's on Showtime. How do I get Showtime? How many episodes in are we? How long is the season going to be? I just Mm -hmm. saw her in, like, the list of a couple actors. And you start the show. uh, You start the show in, like, 1996. You're following these girls when they're young. And I was looking at Jackie and thinking, oh, I bet maybe Christina Ricci's playing the older version of her. And then we get to her at the end of the episode and she's got the name tag on that says Misty. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, we're that invested in Misty? I'm excited for this. Yeah. This Uh, show says... I I just have to say, Teenage Misty Mm. is played by Samantha Hanratty. So yeah, bravo. (laughs) Amazing performance. Yeah. The only one of the teens I recognized is Thaisa, because we just saw her in The Leftovers, which was another reason I wanted to watch the show. I loved her in The Leftovers. She was so good. And she doesn't. She was fantastic. uh, Yeah. Yeah. For various plot reasons, her character's not in it very much. So I'm like, good. I get to see, you know, more of this performer doing her thing. I think Mm -hmm. my favorite girl was Laura Lee. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I I just like, I like throwing a lawful good in there i like a character of faith whose faith is tested i think she's very interesting for the time she's here and her her death is fascinating that's a very interesting choice but i am sad that we didn't get to see her continue down this survival journey and i also love van uh and i was bummed when it looked like van was going to die and i think rescuing van is one of my favorite choices that the show does one episode ends with you think she's dead like she's like the 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 first casualty here she's the boon of the show and then the next episode starts with no i know you thought that like a wolf ripped like totally killed her like ripped half her face apart the same side of her face that was like all scratched up when she's trying to get out of the plane like she's got this motif of being injured in like the same area yeah poor van but yeah Um, the next episode begins with her like her friends think she's dead they're just going to burn her body in the woods and it's her perspective as her eyes are opening and they're like oh my god she's alive pull her out of the fire now she's attacked by a wolf and a fire in like 10 minutes god 
Yeah, it, I, the, the, I I think the the whole cast is really really fun. The actress that plays Shauna um, is yeah. Is, or the actresses that play Shauna I think are both, both. fantastic. Um, it, it I I think especially the the adult version she's fascinating as an adult. Like one of my favorite characters, but I think um, I love Melanie Linsky. I am so happy that like Melanie Linsky first build carrying the show. Yeah. And the teenage version, I think, really, really shined, especially in the like in the finale with the more emotional uh, stuff. Like, yeah. I, like the, the character is just starting to come into her her own. Um, it's, it's like she's just starting to be the 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 character that we see the adult version starting to revert back to mm. if that makes sense like there's there's this version of shauna that we haven't truly seen yet yeah and we're getting hints it's like they're both it's like all right two two yes. shaunas are heading in the same direction at like 50 miles <laughs> an hour and they meet in the middle <laughs> This is the situation with all of them. All all of the four girls we're following, Shauna and Thaisa and Misty and Natalie. They're all they're all two trains heading towards each other. I I see I I don't get that as much from the other characters, like especially with Ty. Like Ty seems like she's she's managed to hide it but yes. is is also something that she necessarily can't control um yeah. like her the the like she, she, she she's the one that sleep walks and stuff like that whereas shauna it feels like especially when she was younger she had to learn to stand up for herself and she ended up making the choices that that, that brought her to this character that we're just starting to see whereas the mm. adult version of shauna has just tried to completely leave it behind and is slowly but surely just reverting back to this mm -hmm. just realizing that she she needs to start standing up for herself she needs to do and she needs to yeah, she starts making similar choices and it's 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 just this reversion, but in a weird way, like 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 she's like her character's not getting worse. She's getting better <laughs> by reverting back. Yeah. Yeah. To her when she know, was but... her at her most powerful, at her right. most self-reliant, right. at her most ferocious. Yeah. Right. I, I do have to say I'm not i'm not sold yet is that's what i'll say i'm not sold yet on the adult version of nat i'm not vibing I, with that performance i get it yeah and i think it's good choices but it's just not a personal favorite if that makes yeah, sense. yeah I, I i like juliette lewis i do like what she's doing but there is a a larger gap between young natalie and old exactly. natalie partially because I, d I think those actresses look less like each other than the other pairs of actresses we've got. And she's, yeah, she's gone through so many drugs and rehab and, and yeah. And that does sort of affect the, the, the adult performance. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I like it, it Natalie, sense, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like Natalie, 
But I, there's so much stuff happening in this show that sometimes the show will really invest itself in like Natalie and Travis. And I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't feel, I don't hate Natalie and, and Travis. I think, I think it's fine. But like, there's a million other things. This is like 12th on my list of priorities. And every episode, it's yeah. like Natalie and Travis are arguing again. And I'm like, has anybody like tried to set a big signal fire? Did anyone do that? Did did the plane not smoke when it was uh, like, what's going on here? You know, did anyone see <laughs> the other plane explode? Like, I have so many questions. And if Natalie and Travis are going to have sex is not in my top list of questions. <laughs> well, that's that, that's the thing. I, I think th- for the 2021 t- timeline, it all kind of, I mean, it starts because of the black male, but it also starts because of Travis's death. Yes. Suicide murder. Yes. For, we don't know exactly yet. Um, and so I think because his character dies in that sense that the show does need to make us care about him in some way mm. or their relationship in some way. I think, I think down the road, we will probably look back on their relationship and feel the same way of just like, ah, man, like I, Travis, he died. No, that sucks. Yeah, I, like, it was I do. I do like Travis. And I think those two young performers have got great chemistry with each other to the point where I think even if they spent less time on that storyline, you could still get as much out of it emotionally. Sure. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, good good actors i i just like i'm i'm stunned by how like how magnetic christina ricci is in, <laughs> this is in this this is legendary i'm i can't wait yeah. for halloween this year i i'm certain this is a show that's gonna like still like stay in people's brains for the next 10 months we're gonna see so how many, many young and old yellow jackets got. Oh my god, yeah. that's like every nurse's Halloween costume. They just put a Misty Quickly badge onto their regular scrubs yeah. and they like push their glasses up with their entire yep. hand. They keep referring <laughs> to their pet bird. God. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, so I we I I have a shit ton of questions I, and, and I just want like to before you start in on the questions, I just want to say that uh, the issues I do have with the show are largely, I think it spends a little bit too much time in certain plot lines. Like, yeah, Natalie and Travis are arguing or sure, Shauna's yeah. adult Shauna's relationship with her, her boyfriend, Adam, does ultimately have a payoff. But we spend a lot of time there. <laughs> so much time there. And I think Thais, adult Thais's story is interesting, but she's running for Senate. And and it's like weeks, weeks before the election, but she's always at home with her wife and son. And I'm like, don't you have somewhere you have to be in like the second to last episode of the of the season? She's got like some, you know, the political consultant who's with her, like, Taisa, we need to make sure that we you take time to actually go vote like the voters need to see you yourself going to the polls. I know this is a tough time for you. And she's like, you don't know anything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, she doesn't, because we've never seen this character before. We, 
I, I like this stuff in Thais's home, but the fact that she's immediately running to be elected to Senate and we spend all that time at home uh, is a little baffling to me. Doesn't she have to go into the office just, or something? Is, uh, to me, like, I'm more interested in the stuff that's happening in her home. Like, I, I don't need I think a political I am too. I am drama t- with this, but it's, it's... I am too, but, like, it's just a logic thing for my brain where I'm like, right. why no, is she always here? Right, why yeah. is she supposed to be busy? Right, but it like especially when the other characters find out that that's what she's doing, she's running for Senate. They're all just like, well, "That's not keeping a low profile." Like yeah. that's not what we agreed on. So it 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 seems like it's something she shouldn't be doing. It's something they're not showing. It's just like why like why is this <laughs> even a thing? Um, I think what was my, what was my, I I'm. Tr- just trying to remember what my like I my big eye roll moment <laughs> was. I, I don't remember exactly, but I do have to say there there is some some great comedy mixed in with this just in the line delivery. Uh, the way that Misty is is like, oh yeah, I registered to, to, to vote just so I I I could get jury duty. <laughs> and just, like what what the fuck. <laughs> Does yeah, that. I think she does. I think, yeah, I think the funniest character is Coach. Uh, <laughs> poor, poor coach, poor coach who's constantly exasperated. So, the crash the, the girls were on a private charter plane. One of the girls, she has a rich dad, and she's like, This is how he shows he loves me, he buys me things like this. The whole soccer team, like, we're not just getting on a Southwest Airlines, he ch- chartered us our own private plane. So when it goes down, it's just the soccer team, the head coach, his two teenage sons, the like assistant coach, I think, two pilots and a flight attendant. Uh, and who gets out of it is all the girls on the soccer team, except for one who burned alive. Uh, and the uh, head coach's two sons, though he himself died up in a tree, like the pilot from Lost, and the uh-huh. assistant coach who's like, uh, uh, he's like a guy in his 20s he, he, he loses a leg immediately and he's this exasperated sad gay man with one leg and he's trying to like keep all these girls in line but he knows they have a point when they're like what are you gonna do to stop me coach like he really yeah. can't do anything and, and- and he's he's the only adult too. Like he's one of the three adult. guys there, but yes. the other two g- g- guys, one is too too young to really be friends with anyone. Yeah, so he it just seems like he's like maybe like thirteen or fourteen. Does yeah, still in middle school. One is, yeah, is in the mix w- with right. the girls, just like same age. Act- yeah, into actual the, like, teenage hunk. Yes. Yeah. And and then here's here's the coach who's like, it's just so awkward for him to be there because he can't really relate (laughs) to the young like high school kid that's the closest to his his age. Right. And it's all high school girls. So he can't like it's weird to get in some kind of like weird romantic relationship. So it's kind of a good thing today or like he, he he's gay <laughs> like yeah um but you're yeah you're, he's he's just trying to to be the voice of 
reason and be like, all right, g- 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 girls, like, let's calm down now. Let's think. And while, like, they actually mention in the show, all of their cycles are syncing up. They're g- g- getting yeah. emotional all at the same time. They all trip on at the same time. Like, everything just goes wrong all at the, like, all at once. And he's just useless to stop it. I- <laughs> You've nailed it. It's not just that his situation is tragic, that it's that it's dangerous, that he's out here in the in the woods. He's got the, the this leg that's been amputated. Seems like it's healing fine. But what if it isn't? What if it gets infected? You know, he's hobbling around on these crutches just made out of sticks. But it's awkward that he's there. <laughs> <laughs> it's yep. like he is chaperoning the survival the, trip. The, the girls find the lake and immediately shirts are coming off, pants right. are coming down. He's just like, oh, okay. Um, well, let's see. Right. It's, I'll just, uh, it's a beach. Okay. I'll just sit. I'll just yeah, sit down here, me, me and my one <laughs> yeah. leg. Yeah. Yeah. So, God. Yeah, uh, and then I think the funniest line of the show has to go to Jeff. <laughs> what? There's no book club? <laughs> <laughs> Just his, del- his delivery on that is both, like, you can see the gears turning in his head that he actually never thought that there wasn't one like he's not p- picking up on all of this and, right. and th- for him to re- realize that in the midst of he's just so like oh my god you've been lying to me this whole time as if like that too that is the most important that yeah i'm just like oh my god like, there's no book club <laughs> like even the most mundane thing sean is lying to him about i liked jeff i was satisfied with like how rich of a character jeff ended up being because he could have yeah. just been some like philandering buffoon of a husband but no nah, jeff right. has real depth to him yeah or um I was going to say another funny line is also when Misty is at the restaurant and gets a chocolate martini <laughs> of just ah! like, what? Who, who gets a chocolate martini? <laughs> what's what's right. going on here? I love when uh, Misty with her d- d- uncomfortable crush on coach is like, but coach, I love you. And he screams, I don't love you, Misty. I love Paul. And she's like, <laughs> who's yeah. Paul? He's like, it's my boyfriend back home. God, yeah, it just has just it's it's a dark comedy is is yeah. what this can be at yes. times. It's yeah, it's really funny. Um, so great stuff. Like we said, this can go from horror to thriller to dark comedy to just got yeah, and it's it just it feels bold and exciting, and it's just it's a mm-hmm. it's a fun fun show. It's endlessly entertaining. Yeah. And it doesn't pull its punches. I feel like it doesn't go. It's not unnecessarily gory or salacious when it doesn't need to be. But like the the crash, the crash in the crash in the woods is very visceral, very overwhelming. And like when when coach has got like the the plane wing that like fell on his leg, when all the girls band together and push it off his leg, his leg is mush. It is, it is liquid. It, it is jello. It is gross. Oh my god! It's like an old vegetable you left in the back of your fridge, and you're like, "How is this thing even still a corporeal object?" That's what it, it, it's. Old shape. I, 
I really admired that one gross leg. That one gross leg gave me a lot of trust in this show. God, yeah, yeah, disgusting. All right, so I Mysteries. want to talk a little bit about the symbols and the forest itself. Just yeah, this I think is maybe one of the bigger mysteries of the sh sh show is just what the fuck is really going on here? Because um, there's there's hints that there may be some kind of malevolent spirit in the forest or maybe the forest itself is sentient or mm. it, it is it, maybe it's all psychological. We don't know. Um these symbols are carved in some of the tr the trees. Um, they're in the floor on the a attic in the cabin, uh, like arranged in, in a circle. So it looks like some kind of seance had already happened mm -hmm. there once. Um, I, I do also uh, in the opening scene in the pilot, uh, there are different symbols carved in the trees that look like eyes. Yeah, it looks like they the took the like natural. Them. It's like they took the natural like knots that form in this tree and like carved them to look more pronounced like eyes. eyes. Yeah. And the only other time we see them is that's in Sammy's drawings, which I'm very curious about all the all the things that showed up in Sammy's drawings and how he would know yeah. to draw them. Yeah. Um, which that we'll, we'll get to more on on that. But yeah, I I I don't know what to believe yet of what's happening, because I, I think the mm -hmm. questions going on in my mind right now is, yes, it like did something like this happen before? Is the old yeah. guy in the cabin the only one who's been there? Did he put those symbols there? Did someone else? Did one of the survivors put them there? I, I saw some theories going around that it that that say that it's been la 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 Lottie who's been putting mm. those symbols up because she was the first one in the attic and seemed to have been there for a little bit uh, and could have put them there. There's that one scene where it's on the tree and you see the main yes. group there. That's it's like it's far enough away that someone from the group may have been exploring and just put them there. But well, the the first time we see it is when uh, uh, their, their head coach's body is like up in the treetops right there at the crash site. And I forget which one of the girls like goes up there to like climb the tree and try and like, all right, I'm just going to push his body off the branches. Are mm -hmm. you guys ready down there with a tarp? Uh, try and catch it's, coach. Uh, who's Travis dead. who goes up there, right? Oh, Travis. Oh, man. Yeah, Travis. Yeah, yeah. He used to call for his dad. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> I get overwhelmed if I stop and think about how these two boys who like aren't supposed to be here. Who it's it's just like they're they're there to help their dad and their dad die. <laughs> they're utterly Sucks. dadless. Um, yep. when he when he goes up there, that symbol is carved one in, in one of those tree branches all the way up there. So maybe Lottie was copying okay. it, but it did exist in the forest beforehand. Good to know. So, yeah, like I'm 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 wondering then if something similar like this has happened in the past. I know when they are doing the seance, Lottie says bad things have happened here. Things plural, mm. 
I think things. so. It's not not just the skeleton that they found in the attic, right? Like multiple bad things have happened there. So I'm wondering if like maybe it's a story, yeah, of some like malevolent spirit, some woman who was maybe out there then had gotten raped and then like killed all of the people that did it to her and she has this like angry malevolent spirit that we i don't know i, I just, sure. just like yeah yeah, yeah it's I, just weird i, I have a lot of questions about the crash itself sure because when all the girls are getting on the plane in new jersey where they're from uh, like you do hear the pilot say over the intercom, like, uh, we're and they're going from New Jersey to Seattle, where the national championships mm-hmm. is. And the pilot's like, our flight path has taken us a little bit north. Uh, I think we're still going to be able to avoid the storms that are there around the Ontario border, and we'll see how the trip goes. Uh, but then when you see the actual crash, the skies outside look perfectly clear. Like, I don't see evidence of they did not crash during a storm. Like, I don't see Storm. He only well, mentioned Storm. They're, they're probably, well, like you said, they're avoiding the Storm. Like, they're, tr- they're trying to go around it. Um, but that's the thing. Like, he just says, like, we have to just go a little bit to the n- 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 north. It seems like they went a lot a bit to the north. Right. I'd, like, I'd have I, to look at a map of North America to figure out. I mean, maybe it's true and it does make sense how you would go through Ontario uh, between Jersey and Seattle. Yeah, I, I just have questions about specifically why the plane crashed. What was the deal there? Does it and it's yeah. something nobody really looks further into when their plane crashes. None of the girls ask what happened. Why did the plane crash? And I think part and, of it is also that the the main point of view character through whom we see the like the uh, the turbulence in the airplane going down through the crash is Shauna, who's just woken up from like sleeping off a of Xanax. So I understand yeah. we don't have the most reliable and aware narrator. But I'm really hoping for another view of that crash because that itself me too. is mysterious to me. I, I yeah, I want to know more about the crash and what caused it. But I also feel like. At the end of the day, it's probably not going to be much. It might just be in. I mean, I mean, it might just happen to be that they went over whatever this mysterious forest is and sentient alien elder god forest was just like give me that plane Uh, yeah yeah like is i (laughs) i I believe the the theory put forth by the show that there's something about the land that they're on that does not want them to leave because that's what happens with laura lee she she gets in the plane she is able to fly the plane and she's got her little teddy bear there, her like comfort object, her, her totem, this, this source of power for. She like puts the teddy bear in the seat next to her like that's her co-pilot. Like, it's you and me, butter. We're going to fly our way out of here. And she's flying over the lake and she, it's really working and she thinks she's going to do it. She's going to save them. And she glances over at the teddy bear and the teddy bear just lights into flames. The plane the plane does not light up in flames. Yeah, exactly. The teddy bear does and catches the plane on fire. That, it, and that is such a clear signal to me of, yeah, this, la- this area you're in is cursed. The curse can make a teddy yep. bear light on fire. This was yep. not any error with you or the plane. This is magic. 
And, and and that's something like the girls on the ground can't see. They don't know. They're never going to know. The the, the, the this, this force just isn't going to let Laura Lee or anybody else out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I So maybe I it was like I'm not sure why they flew that north. I'm looking at a map. I why would you be all the way up in Ontario? That seems wildly inefficient. But Who knows. Yeah, so, if they, who knows why they flew that high, but if they did fly that high for some innocuous reason, uh, that forest, th- that took him down. Forest is like, it's like the beast. It's like, look, if you're going to come to my castle, I'm going to imprison you in my castle. Yeah. <laughs> Just stayed away altogether. So here's another one of my theories that kind of branches off of that. Lottie. What's the deal with Lottie? So we see before they get on the plane, in the pilot, there's a, a quick scene where she's at home and she takes some medicine. Yeah, that medicine is supposedly one that's commonly used to treat schizophrenia. So mm. it, it's one of those things. Is she schizophrenic? Is that just what the doctors think it is? Is she some kind of like, is she possessed by something? And so I'm also wondering if something like this has happened before to curse that forest or whatever. I'm wondering if Lottie's maybe a descendant of someone who was in there. Uh, Either that was like her great great grandmother or if she was adopted. I don't know. Mm -hmm. We're not really sure with that i i guess that i mean it's not something that was really brought into question if she was adopted or not but just like i'm i'm wondering it like it she seems to have some kind of connection to this space um she's always seemed to have this kind of weird uncanny ability to sense things this kind of clairvoyance predictive future thing um but I feel like, yeah, it's it's gotten a lot stronger in the forest to the point where she starts speaking in tongues and is <laughs> sacrificing a bare heart to the I, I think she or she when she, when they pr- pray, I think she prays to uh, the gods of dirt and sky. And yeah. it's just like it's it's really interesting some of this stuff there. So there's there's something up with her. And then, of course, the finale, uh, we know that she is also one of the survivors. She seems to have some kind of cult or some like yeah. small following based on this symbol. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what that means exactly or stuff like that. Yeah. She seems like she's going to be. A, a threat or a problem in season two. The Lottie was a, a surprise for me because we do see her taking this medicine, and I I look closely at the bottle to see if this is this a real medicine. Can I Google what it's supposed to be I, for? But, I but only when the, figured that out from watching a YouTube video that was like, yeah, yeah we looked at the <laughs> thing and it says this, and that means about. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> When the plane crashes, there's an immediate problem of even if you don't know what it is, this girl takes medicine every day. She's going to run out of the medicine. So I'm thinking this is going to be some sort of medical or psychological issue that they're going to have to deal with 
out here in the woods. I thought of it strictly as uh, another logistical sure. survival problem. So when it, it turns out that she has psychic premonitions and her dad's like, I think you, you're mentally ill and I, I'm going to get you taken care of and put you on medicines. You don't have weird episodes like this because I, I do care about you and I don't want you to be hurt, feel hurt. Yeah. Uh, the, the psychic premonitions showing up, I was I, I this show, I'm trying to get a handle on what supernatural things are in play and which aren't. Like, that was something I had trouble wrapping my head around. Like, what elements are on the table? What can I expect might be involved and what isn't? Because at first I was thinking, this is a place. Everything is tied to this place, this patch in the woods. Definitely this place is magic and supernatural. But these girls all came from normal lives beforehand, right? No, <laughs> Lottie's a psychic. Thaisa had that... I did like that series of flashbacks where she's talking to her grandmother on her deathbed when she's a little girl God. and her grandmother was like this man with no eyes is gonna come for me as this like specter of death i'm like okay even outside of magic and supernatural i can believe in a specter of death it's like a spiritual entity sure you've got one of those but <laughs> there's there's so many things getting thrown into the pot and i'm just not I, sure like how I they think- all tie together yet that's that's the thing. I don't know if they all will, but mm. I think we will understand them to an extent because I think a theme of this show is how is is all about how different people deal with trauma and mm-hmm. stuff like that and and the relationships formed because of it or the ones ruined because of it, stuff like that. And so I think yes, this trauma is manifesting in or the, the the way they cope with it and the way they deal with it, the way they tackle it, the way they think about it, the way they interact mm-hmm. with it is different for every person. Um, right. That's why Lottie might, might not actually have these like psychic. I mean, cause I've, I've had like deja vu dreams, right. And, and, and stuff like that. I, I, I know a lot of, people do i've i've had one where when the deja vu happened i remember me having that dream like two years before before but like i it doesn't happen often right like i'm I'm not saying like i'm clairvoyant too like it's real but but like it is a thing that like Maybe in the early to mid 90s. Yeah, like they wouldn't have no, they, they would have just been like, yep, just drug her up, right? Like mm-hmm. just put her on all sorts of stuff without really dealing with, like, hey, you might have some issues here. You might have some mental mm-hmm. illness that you need to deal with in a different way other than medicine. Yes. Um, yeah. And then, right? She in, she interacts with the she interacts with Laura Lee, who has such a a devout faith that everyone mm. is just they don't understand, but they let her. Yeah. Have. They're just like she does her own thing. There, we'll just let let her do her own thing, and just the nature of Lottie's. 
the 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 way she sees the world right she she has an odd connection to lorely in the sense of of like hey i'm having things happen to me that i don't understand and i know your faith talks about that stuff um yeah and and i i I think there's just all it like we all of that goes to say i don't know if this will all coalesce into one like and here it is with a bow there's your right uh yeah it it just might be like well maybe it was this but we didn't really answer yeah i think the show is leaning everything lottie has said so far seems like it has been coming true like when taisa and her little the band of explorers set out we're just gonna walk south until we find something and Mm -hmm. she warns them about like a flash like a red river and they find this river where it's running red like it's iron deposits or something uh and then she warns them of red smoke and then like the wolves are attacking and taisa like tries to shoot them away with the the flare flare gun which ends up hurting van everything that she said so far has leaned towards being pretty true and i I think I'd be a little bit more intrigued if it was fuzzier, if it was a little bit more subjective, if it was less clear that, oh, this character is psychic premonitions. If it was more of a question like, I truly cannot tell if this is a magic thing or a psychological thing. What we need is to see her get stuff wrong. Yes, yes. That that I think will then start to bring in the like, wait, is she just g- 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 guessing? Because just saying red smoke, like she might know that there is a, fl- a flare gun in here and she may have seen one mm. in a movie or, you know, something like that and just knows, hey, at some point we're going to use this. Yeah. That just says something. I don't know why, but yeah, there's 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 a lot of mystery around her and her connection to this space. Yeah. And we don't get to know her very well before she starts to get weird. <laughs> to have her be one of these major focal points of the show and its mythology and its plot maneuverings. I, I wish there was a little bit more contrast between like the Lottie that the girls knew from soccer and this villainous cult leader, Lottie. Right, yeah. Potential cult leader. I guess we don't really yeah. know what she, she's up to yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other thing I kind of want to say, I, I want to talk a little bit more about the cabin. Um, I have a feeling that someone signaled them to the cabin, rather than the light just bouncing off the window. I don't. That cabin is dirty and dusty yeah and foggy and it's just like that and it's surrounded by trees that would get in the way of the wind mm. which could potentially explain the the, the flashing of the light yeah but i've i've seen reflections on windows <laughs> and stuff like that that's not i don't know i don't believe that that's how it works i really feel mm. like someone drew them to the cabin um which then I think raises questions about the importance of the cabin, all of that stuff. And yeah, these weird symbols in the attic arranged in a circle. There was a theory I saw going around of that. What if the cabin or maybe more specifically the 
attic is like some kind of portal uh somehow yeah. some way uh because again that circle of the you know portals <laughs> are usually circles stuff. but when everyone is tripping balls except for jackie the first thing that travis says is but we disappeared right yeah where are, like where are we and then when all the girls come into the cabin one of the first things they say is but we're not really he- here are we and so it's just it's like yes i know you're tripping b- balls but those are just mm-hmm. like odd like there's this odd connection of stuff like that so i yeah who who, who knows it might be some because that's also where lottie got possessed and uh that's also where uh Thais, as far as we, we know that's where her sleep walking started she was the one mm-hmm. to volunteer to, to sleep up there yeah so is it a portal to hell some other dimension something who knows i have no idea um mm-hmm. but i just thought that was interesting that it was just this lone cabin out in the woods, these mysterious symbols yeah. in there and just all the bullets they need. Yeah, I'm very curious about the setting they're in, particularly because there's not it doesn't seem like there's much that they can do that they're there that while they're there, because like if there were books or something in the cabin, I think by this point, somebody would have gone through them and said, like, hey, I found this a journal about the history of this cabin. I don't think they have the resources to learn more about where they are while they're there. And nobody in 2021 times has mentioned, like, after we got out, I looked into that patch of land. I tried to look into the history to find out what had happened there before. Maybe somebody has, and they just haven't brought it up. That's also an area of mystery of what things have happened to the girls that they just... mm -hmm. So like since they've been back in the 25 like we know there's yes. been books written about them has other people gone there to investigate yeah yeah and like what did they learn when they got out of there we i think it says i'd have to double check the exact language but i think like some news blurb or something in episode one says like they were rescued how were they rescued who rescued yeah. them why did it take 19 months i'm curious what that story is uh, of the the rescue itself and it's not clear who all got out we know we've got our main four ladies were following travis got out and like seems like he largely disappeared for much of his adult life uh lottie shows up it's not clear if like did did they know lottie was out there who made it out who are our oceanic six of this situation right. are there people that did get out that like like Travis, they they disappeared, or maybe somebody got out and died. You know, maybe Coach made it out and died two years later. We don't know. We don't know who all everybody in the survival group is, and are everybody who died before there? then. Like, are are there survivors still there? I'm gonna that tell you what I spent. Thing. Like, I spent the whole season thinking we are spending a lot of time with Jackie for her to not be. Also, one of these characters we're following in 2021. Outside of those four characters who we do see in contemporary times, we've got these two sides of she's the next character we spend a lot of time with. 
And Mm -hmm. I was wondering as the season went on that maybe they left her for dead and she wasn't dead. And that final in the final episode of the season where they go to that high school reunion and that like one girl who was in the team and broke her leg or Thaisa broke her leg like two days before they were supposed to get on the plane. And she's like, cut has this like weird connection to them. And she's like, we all went through something when the yellow jackets disappeared. (laughs) When there's that whole celebration there at the, at, at the reunion, I kept expecting Jackie to be behind something. Like, I could tell, like, Jeff's not cheating on Shauna. Jeff is up to some sort of business dealing. Maybe Jeff's behind the blackmail. But I didn't think he was working alone. I was wondering if maybe, like, Jackie got out and got back in touch with Jeff. And, like, they've been working on this together. And when they're there at that high school reunion, there's somebody in a cot, like, a yellow jacket mascot costume. And I'm like, they're going to take the head off. And that's Jackie under there. She's been hiding in plain sight. Yellow jackets, Jackie, think about it. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Um, here's here's <laughs> what a twist something that else would I don't be know to take about. off the mascot sure, head, yeah. and that is somebody. Sure, right? Yeah, it's it's c- c- coach, right? Uh, it's it's H- Javi because we don't we don't know what happened to Javi. He just wandered off. We no didn't even happened, wander yeah, off. But, the last time we saw him, he's just lying there on the ground, staring sure, up at the yeah. stars. And then, I don't know, did, did the log roll over on him? him? Yeah. Who knows? A right, bear right, just so, picked him um, up and an eagle scooped up Javi. He lives in a bird's nest now. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. All right. So speaking of Jackie, okay. have you heard yes. the popular theory about her and about how I she have not heard any traveler? Theories. Kyle, I, we saw that original tweet from Patrick Klepek. You sent me that. Okay. I have not talked you, to you any. Like, I don't know all of that stuff. No, so, no. I only know Yellow Jackets like through you. I don't know anybody else who's been watching it so right now. Apparently, in the scene where Shauna goes to their house, Shauna and Jeff go to eat breakfast with Jackie's parents and shauna ends up wandering into jackie's old room that has been kept exactly like it was uh, Mm -hmm. back in the day they look in one of her journals and one of the pages in there is like movies i've seen this year well yeah according to the dates of like when they flew and all that stuff there's a movie on that list that she shouldn't have been able to see yet like is not. Do you out know which yet. one it was? I don't remember off the top, 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 top of my head, but I know you can l- l- look it up. There's, I, I think Ooh. there's a few other things out there that people have been like, well, maybe she's a time traveler. I don't know. There is also the weirdness of when in the finale she's having her like death dream, and there's that mysterious character who's in the back there did did you pick up on that i thought that might have been coach martinez it wasn't coach was well so it's not so in the credits he's listed as hunter (gasps) we don't know if that's that's that guy that's that skeleton we don't know we don't know if that's a name if that guy is named hunter or if that's his profession he is just credited as like hunter 
Yeah. Because they're out in the woods here. It's just we don't know who he is, but he's also briefly in the like opening credits like there's a flash of 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 him uh in that just as there's a flash of the no-eyed man in the opening I gotta, credits i gotta uh, say briefly i love the opening credits those are so fun i dig that that's like this big aesthetic melting pot where they pile in everything they've been dealing with in this show and I yeah. love the one shot that Super is Jackie 90s. and then there's like a VHS warp and then she's got like a ghoul face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like people are potentially theorizing that she's a time traveler. I think that's a stretch. I, I, I was just like, uh, mm, mm, I don't think so. I think she is actually dead. And just like that was it, because I, I think like that, I think her death is the emotional crux like of when when the trauma really started to be real for everyone here because they had ju- just had that wild bad trip and then yeah like a, a day or two after that is when like they basically kick her out of the group and she freezes to death but it is such an emotional moment for shauna that I yeah I I I think that's really gonna be like an important emotional turning point for them in that show. I I think it 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 has to be what it is that we saw. Yeah, she's dead. I I I get I get the feeling that the narrative's not done with her yet, though. I don't know, and like her freezing overnight may not be lethal. There there are stories of people who come back from that. And I was wondering, maybe, maybe Shauna knows. Uh, Jackie told me this once. If she died, she, you know, she wanted to be sent down a river. That meant a lot to her. So we're gonna build like a little raft made out of sticks. It snowed a lot, but the river's still running. It's not frozen. We'll put her on the raft of sticks. Goodbye, Jackie. And she floats away and and defrosts and wakes up somewhere and realizes that her friends left her for dead and she's been on the hunt somewhere. I don't know. It sounds Who ridiculous, knows? but ev. Everything in the show is ridiculous. Like, I don't know what (laughs) theories are too wild. Time travel might not be too wild. We don't know yet. Happened and lost. We weren't expecting that for a while. Exactly. Kind of were, but still, like, yeah, we we don't know all of that stuff. But yes, I have seen mention of the creators and the showrunners trying to figure out creative ways to bring the character back in other seasons. We don't know what that means. It might be one of those those things where like um, I like I, I think we saw in the leftovers, right, where like the character yes. is like is there in the scene, but only for example, maybe only Shauna can see her and like talk yeah. with her and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, it might be that thing. Um, and yeah, again, we don't know who Hunter is, uh, but Hunter has one speaking line. He's the one that is like, we've been waiting for you, which is just ominous. Uh, yeah, so it, we don't know if she knew him, if he knew her, if it's some rando, if it is the guy that was upstairs in the attic. Uh, is is he a ghost? Is he like, what's happening here? Uh we don't know what that yeah just 
I don't put it past this show to be like, yes, there is more than two sides to this thing. There might be Lottie and her cult. There might be Van and her cannibals that decided to stay out there. There might be Shoshana and the survivors. Team Lottie, you saw her at the end. Oh, right. Yeah. But like I, that was just at that moment there. We don't know. Yeah. If in two months, yeah. does she decide to leave, at, you know, her own right. thing? Another there. mystery is that uh, this cannibalistic ritual we see at the beginning of the show, everybody is so like there's a girl running the girl they kill. I'm not exactly clear who that is based on like skin tone know. and hair. It might it might be Olivia. We don't know. There's a couple girls on this, like in this group of survivors who like, I, I'm not sure if I know what your name is or any of your defining personality traits. Yeah, there, yeah. Like we see we them. Met. They speak. They're part of the group, but we have not been personally introduced. Like Here's that first scene. No, I, I just about... want to say also that like in that first scene, also everybody's so covered in furs. The only mm-hmm. person who's I think the only people you clearly know are there like are our survivors. It's like Misty's definitely there. Sean is there. But everybody else, we don't know when it is or who's there or like exactly, exactly what is happening. I do really like that. That is the first thing you see. And then you get practically no other explanation. You exactly. just have to live with that. And the creators said uh, for a lot of the that opening scene when you can't really tell who's who, they yeah. said they used body de- 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 doubles as to like not spoil things to be like, oh, that's yeah. obviously this actor, right? It's just vague mm. enough where it's like, it could be them, but it might not be. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I I was gonna say about the girl who dies, the the pit girl, as they've been calling pit her, because we don't we, we don't know who it is. She also has on the necklace yes. that Shauna yes. gave to Jackie. Jackie so, gave to Shauna and then Shauna gave it back to her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So just an interesting detail of just like, huh, how did she have that? When did she get that? Did she take it off of Jackie's body? Does that? Yeah. That, who knows? Shauna take it back and then Shauna gives it to someone else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's some some interesting things with that. Um, you mentioned there. Well, I, I guess, yeah, that we see when Lottie is making the sacrifices, sacrificing the bear heart in that like tree stump thing that we see there. And we mm-hmm. see behind each of her shoulders, we see and we also see misty yeah so that raises an interesting question for modern day misty who seems to be helping shauna and ty and 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 natalie like all all of them that are there she i mean i seems to be helping is like a loose air quotes thing but it raises the question of like is she actually working for Lottie in this? And we just don't know it yet. Because she goes as far as killing the fixer that Ty hired to yeah. keep every all the other survivors in line just to, like, see who might be talking to, mm. like, help her, you know, in the p- 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 polls there. So it's just, I, yeah, I... I 
Misty is such a mystery and she's such a wild card. It's ridiculous. Um, I think one of the finest bits in this show, the the equivalent to the walkabout moment in Lost, where it's like, this is your first major twist, like after all the setup in the pilot itself. This is something like so sharp that you're like, if I wasn't hooked before, now I'm hooked. Like you have yep. sold me. This makes the other stuff look like an appetizer. And this is the entree is the end of episode two, where immediately after the crash, Misty's got her first aid training. She snaps into focus. She's like helping everybody. And she's been this like misfit. She's she's like the equipment manager. None of the girls overtly tease her, but you can tell like she's not included. They don't really like her. She's just there. She's been sort of ignored and teased her whole life. And she she's out in the woods and she finds the like black box beacon of the plane that's been thrown away from the rest of the wreckage. She picks it up and then, you know, she two other girls walk past where she can hear them and they're like, I got to hand it to Misty. Like we truly would not be surviving out here without Misty. And she has this it's moment finally wanted set, and needed set, set to Wilson Phillips's hold on an excellent use of music where she looks at the box, realizes this is her chance to really be the shining star she's always wanted to be, and she destroys that box. Yep, and like, that's she why no one is coming to beacon. save them. Yep. Right. That is such, such a wild twist. And we don't know if anybody ever learns that. Nobody's made mention to it. If anybody ever put that together, if she ever told anybody, we also, we also haven't seen the point at which she, if she regrets that. Later on in the season, there are right. moments where she's sad or she's scared, but we don't get a moment with her that looks like, oh, I've truly killed all of us. I regret what I, I did now. I got I my chance in the does. limelight, but now we're all going to die. She might not. Exactly. She's, she's kind of fucking psychotic. <laughs> like <laughs> she, she, cause I, I think that's why she kills uh, the, that fixer why she like the survivors still go to her right when when alex dies and they have to figure out how to get rid of the body oh yeah um when when he dies and they have to figure out like oh shit now what do we do like they don't really have any good ideas. They don't mention Misty, but Natalie, I, I think, is the is the one that just like, look, fuck it. We need Misty <laughs> like and just yeah. goes and gets her. And and so like they they still they still need it. like she's made it so that Misty uh, that she she herself is still needed in case of yeah. emergencies. And that's that that's something that if she's still in that position, she does not regret it one bit. Yeah, she's she is wily. I I was so pleased when we saw at the end of episode one that like when you first see her, you think Misty is going to be the barb of the show. Like she, she She's going to go down early. I expected everyone to be like, um. She would die early and everyone would be like, oh, Misty, justice for Misty. I like Misty. Was not expecting her to be the villain of the entire I think that's a a great choice. Yeah, I am fascinated at everything that these characters become in the meantime between when we've seen them 
in 96 and when we see them in 2021. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I want to move uh, back to Shauna a mm. bit here. I have yeah. a specific question about this. So uh, when we learn that it is Jeff, her husband, uh, that is the mm. one black mailing them, we learn that he has figured out what happened to her because he cracked the code to the safe, uh, looked at her journals. He now knows the story. My question to you is, does he actually know the story of the story? Because I... it's one. I, I think those journals in that safe might be fake. <laughs> I think they might be a like a layer of protection to be like, hey, in case anyone does actually come sniffing, here's some fake ones in an obvious place with a code to the safe. That is blatantly obvious. It was the f the flight number. Like that's not hard to mm. get. Like that would be like birthday. Mm. No, yeah, she is famous for that. The flight number. Ding ding ding. Great. They are done. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I I think they're fake because Jeff's reaction it does like. Murder is one thing or or spinning it in the journal of, hey, a, a, someone we really, really loved, my best friend died. And that was the trauma that like separated our g g group. It just it depends on like how she worded it in the j journal to be like, mm. does does she feel like she murdered Jackie, does she feel guilty? Like, what exactly does she say? Does she mention the cannibalism in those journals? Because it seems like he's reacting more to like, yeah, we had some really bad stuff happened. Uh, like a, a few of our team members died to ensure our survival and we made it out great and he's just like man that was really traumatic. I'm here for you. I understand. It's not like, oh, like you guys murdered each other and turned kind of like that's a whole other conversation you need to have that's not a like oh honey i understand like i, I, I he did not react like he actually knew what, what? happened there i i can he, believe he that shauna i can believe that shauna did accurately write to, accurately to her perspective on things write down everything that happened to them uh we see that journaling oh, is sure. important to her that is established i was a bit perplexed when she pulls out all of those journals and i thought where did you get all of those did uh, maybe this was common maybe every teenage girl in 1996 brought a journal with them when they were going on a, a national trip i don't know maybe it is likely that there were that many spare journals on the plane that she could take and write in. Uh, I think the, I would believe either. I think uh, that she has been sending a smoke screen to really hide everything that they did. But the way yeah, she asked him, like, did you read everything? And he's like, I read everything, but he mentions that he did this a while ago. Like he, he figured out how to crack into it. It's like months or years back. So we are seeing a Jeff that has adjusted to this knowledge. And I don't know. Like That's they've true. Uh, 
But even still, I have then, been wondering... no reaction? No, like, like, she's now remembering weirdness where he had this, like, yeah, like he now has to c- 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 cope with, oh my god, she murdered someone, she ate her best friend, what's going on, I don't know. Like, no reaction, nothing. I, what? Well- I, we have to wonder, is there more to what these women are hiding beyond what we have already seen? That's one of my biggest questions. I'm uh, sure of course, they're hiding. And it is every, I think the public at large expects that they cannibalize people, which it seems like they've never admitted to. But the public expects that, oh, you were there for 19 months and this many people died out of your original flight. I bet that happened. I think that what they're hiding is definitely the fact that they murdered somebody in order to eat them it's not like they died of another cause or that person volunteered to give up their life to be eaten they're definitely hiding the murder and i'm curious what else is back there there's a gray area here where we don't know if there's yet that's going to come to light or it's like oh that's in there too they're definitely hiding that thing so we don't know everything that there is for jeff to react to we don't know how shauna wrote it i don't like there's a i don't doubt that she has a journal somewhere that accurately has everything right that makes sense because that we see her journaling all the time all that stuff i just think it was just like like when she said that the code to her safe was the flight number i I think that was maybe one of my bigger eye rolls but then i was like wait actually Actually, actually, I don't know, because it felt like space balls. The the scene where they ask the combination and it's one, two, three, four, five. It's just like that. That's one of the first things that I would try with that. It just seemed too easy to get into in a place that's obvious. And so it was just like, hmm, I wonder if this is to keep people away. Like if this is just a set of fake, fake ones there that's i think that's a very solid theory like we could see that happening for sure yeah um so let's see what was i gonna do another thing i want to mention that i've been pondering uh especially given this first cannibalistic ritual scene that we've seen without any context were there other people who came to that place after them like maybe that girl who we we can like look at and look at the other girls in the crash and be like, I don't know, her hair is like this. Is it this girl? Maybe this is a new girl. Maybe they killed a stranger, somebody else who had a plane crash or their their, their ship you know, got lost and came down river or something Hikers. like yeah. that. Right. Yeah. Is this. Oh, we didn't. We murdered people to eat them and we murdered complete innocent strangers yeah that might be the case i think we, we all a big a big mystery is her baby yes if, yes what what's what what's the end result of this baby she her the baby w- would be about 25 right now but nowhere to be seen so right not we don't know not mentioned not addressed we don't know uh does that it's baby not, ever get to be something born does that right, baby get to be rescued? It's not something that Jeff ever mentions. It's not something that their new daughter mentions. I don't even know if they know. 
Like, cause, right. because There's... Jeff didn't know about the first pregnancy unless it was in the journal and he found out that way. But again, no reaction from Jeff. Like, I just. I, I think there's. I I can imagine. I don't know. I feel like they could. Everything that you're saying, Rashawn has smokescreen journals, I could buy. But I could also see season two premiere once they know, okay, nobody's going to pin Adam Martin's murder on us. We have a little bit of breathing room. Honey, I have to talk to you about some things. I have some concerns. Now that I know we're okay, I've got some stuff I want to work through with you. I don't know. Yeah. And Um, we also have the added little plot element that her daughter now pretty much knows uh she murdered that guy mm-hmm gonna be interesting one to see what happens in season two there <laughs> mm-hmm. uh i want to move on to ty real fast yeah here. i i don't think i have as much to say about her but i find it interesting that when they're out in the cabin she is just adamant that there's no such thing as the supernatural or magic or all of the, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. She's just like, uh, uh-uh, none of it. But then we see that scene when she's young with her g- grandma. Right. And we see the no eyed man for the first ta- 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 time, which is scary as fuck. That thing yeah. was haunting. Um, and it, yeah. And then we see her kid. Uh, when when they when she is now an adult and running to be the state senator uh, that her kid seems to be familiar with the no eyed man. He, he's drawing yeah. pictures of him and stuff like that. So I'm wondering if there is some kind of like family curse that maybe she actually sees it, too, but she's trying to convince herself that. It's not there. It's not real. And that's why she's yeah. just so stubborn of just like, no, yeah. it does not exist. That was the impression I got that like she kind of saw something like what her grandma was pointing out to her. And she's like, nope, no death specter. Nobody coming yep. for us. We're going to survive. <laughs> We're not going to deal with this guy over there. <laughs> Let's just cut him yeah. off and focus over here. <laughs> Yeah, and I do kind of like the twist that her her son says, "Oh, there's a girl in the trees watching me." And uh, you know, I spent episodes the lady thinking, in the tr- all right, it's tree. One of, yeah, right. It's one of these. Yeah, it's one of these girls who escaped. It's like Jackie. It's it's somebody who they left for dead, or like thought, "Oh, that person. Oh, they got out with us, but I haven't seen them in 25 years. I don't know where they are. I think they just started a new life somewhere in like Ohio or whatever." But yeah, to learn that that is like. Taisa when she's sleepwalking I think is an interesting twist and mm-hmm. it's not clear if she has told her son these stories and he's illustrating what she's told him or how else he would know to draw things like the all the eyes on the trees yeah and if if she is in the tree watching him like is she saying stuff to him? Is she communicating yes, yeah. with him? So like, what is she telling? Like, what exactly? I mean, we do now see that she has this like secret room down in the basement uh, that has this shrine uh, with the their dead dog's uh, head and heart, Poor and then ate the the 
doll uh, that the kid really liked there, it seems like yeah. she's sacrificing her child's happiness, the stuff that the, the kid Whoa, really yeah. liked to to further her political career. Because when she when she finds out she wins the race, she is it like it's not like, oh my god, oh my god, I I won. Oh, oh my god. She goes like full on smirk of just like, hmm. Like there we go. Brand new powerful like huh. Seems like something is uh taking control of you here. That, yeah. I've been pondering that moment that I, I, I think she genuinely doesn't think she's going to win. Uh, how could sure, she yeah. have won? She didn't, she didn't do any campaigning. She just talked into the kitchen with her wife. We didn't see any campaigning this whole season. Yeah. <laughs> because she's, she didn't think she would win. And to find out that she's won, she's sort of like stunned, sort of surprised and like kind of sad. Because I think there is a real conflict in her with like, I put my heart in to win the Senate race. You know, and I think like on the news, they say this is the first black woman elected to the Senate in New Jersey, a, a, a queer black woman like she's got. I can imagine that her as an individual and her seeing herself as like a, a representation for other people wants herself to be there, realizes the good that yeah. she can do yeah. when she's in the office uh, and is very conflicted about that versus her relationship with her, her wife and her son. And I, I don't know if that smirk is like, ha 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 and my plan it worked or if it's just sort of a well now that i can believe that it's real i can think about what i can do once i'm in office and i can find satisfaction in that i don't know if that is if what we are seeing edited together with her smiling is what she's smiling about because it's not clear if that little shrine she's made in the basement is something she's even consciously aware of we don't know don't if that's she waking Taisa or sleeping Taisa. Right. I, I, I think, yeah, she d does not necessarily remember what she does when she's sleepwalking, but she's aware that she sleepwalks. Is the mm. thing. She, she will wake up in a tree having stolen the like bone thing and the fl fl flare gun. She's just like, what the fuck? Um, or yeah, like wakes up outside her house covered in dirt and blood and a big ch ch you know bite mark in her hand there like she she knows it's happening but i yeah. don't think she necessarily knows like all of the stuff that she has done so yeah i'm i'm wondering if this other side of her this other personality is scheming is starting to become smarter and mm. like learning to hide things better or who knows what but uh, yeah i'm i'm interested to see because like that the when we mentioned her at the start of this podcast mm -hmm. and we were like this whole thing of her running for senate and shauna comments on that of like that's not low profile mm. like it, it's it's something that shauna recognizes of as like that's not necessarily out of character, but just like out of our kind of agreement of yes, what we did. Yeah. So it does seem like there could be this other side of her that is manipulating her or driving her to do this thing or set things up so it happens easier. I don't know. 
Yeah, and I'm I'm curious know. what she will do once she is in Senate. Like, I can imagine all yeah. sorts of personal things she may want, but what is she going to do as senator that is significant to our plot? Yeah, What's is that? there some kind of agenda, ulterior motive for yeah, her to change yeah. some I mean, it's, law or something? I don't know. Yeah, now that she's gotten there, uh, what is the larger plot of weird things going on back in Ontario going to do with this. Um, yeah. I, I also want to say I'm really rooting for her and her wife. Like I, I like their relationship. I mm-hmm. like their little family unit. I hope that survives there. The, the scene. And I think like the, I don't know, episode seven or eight where she like confronts her wife. Like, I know I've been sleepwalking again. I think I'm dangerous. I want you to leave. I love you. I want you to leave. And it's, it's her begging her wife to leave like for your own safety. Take our son. Go mm-hmm. to your mom's. Get out of here. And her wife's like trying to be like, Ty, no, like, I, I, I love you. I, how do we fix this? And then the next episode is like, well, my wife moved all her stuff out. <laughs> like the next. I feel like something's missing between like the, the those two times There's... when we see Simone. When the time is really, really strange in this show, because it yeah. feels like from them crashing the plane to going to the cabin, to having the, like, r- riflery contest, all that stuff, it seems like it is a day and a half, two days, maybe three days, right? Like, that, it, it, it seems like it's happening all really fast. And it's mm-hmm. like, the, you know, what seems like it should be day four or five, they're, they're like, it's been weeks since we've, we've gotten meat. And I was like, but wait, you got meet just earlier in the episode which means it's the, the, like there's been weeks in between then and like there was some time before that then so it's been what like a month now that you've been there that yeah I like i just don't understand ex- I, I think the show needs to address how much time is passing or when things yeah. are like i this is day 365 this is, you know, yes, month, yes. Two, month two, just every now and then. Like, you don't yes. need it for, like, every scene, but, like, just set me up. Yeah. I was also, like, I'm pretty sure they crashed in April or May and that season one ends approximately in October. I, I can guess that. <laughs> and I understand yeah. why they don't timestamp things like the first cannibalistic ritual scene. But like I said, that's one of the biggest mysteries for me. Is that like, do you, they're the time they've spent there would cover two winters. Is that winter one or winter two? When do you get up to this? If this is winter one, what the heck is winter two about? Uh, but yes, I really would appreciate uh, if this was some uh, framing device that the show added or just have like <laughs> somebody say, wow, I can't believe it would be thanksgiving break right now yeah something like that to just help us mark time and the passage of Mm -hmm. time there um yeah then i like i i also my other my my last kind of remaining questions we've touched most of them in just some form or another here um is yeah i want to know more about what the public does know 
what was their reaction yes. when they got found here? Because, right, we get the Oceanic 6 moment and the press conference in Lost. And we we, yeah. we, we see how the public kind of reacts to that. And we see a little bit about how the public reacts, but it doesn't seem like. Like, I would feel like these. I mean, I. I, I don't want to say I feel like they would be famous, but I feel like they'd be pretty well known. And it almost seems like they aren't like there's so many people that just don't care or don't recognize them, which I, I guess also well, makes sense. But like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there's. There's something missing there. Like we, we don't yeah, know exactly I, what they told the public. Exactly. I. Like I was saying, I'm very curious about how they got out, like why it happened, when it happened, how it happened, who did that. Is it only that one book? Like, did did, did I can imagine there's there's several books. Yeah, I can imagine there's several books that like unauthorized looks at the the yellow jacket plane crash that other people have written, and I I think like the story itself may be infamous to people but they might not remember each individual girl's name or like know sure. what they look yeah. like you know so i i I, be- I believe that sean is kind of kind of flying under the radar but then her daughter points out anybody could google your full name and find out that stuff about you if they wanted to <laughs> yeah um yeah and and like uh Thais's political comp- uh, opponent like there's a shot of her like eating barbecue at like some picnic or something. And it's like, Isa Turner, she will cannibalize our taxes or something. Which is, Which is why I think she hires the fixer. Yeah. Or just there, there, there seems to be this like the campaign stuff against her. Whoever is feeding her opponent this info seems to know something about her. Maybe they're yeah. working with Lottie. Maybe they're working yeah, with I, Misty. I don't know. know that, like, I, yeah. liked, I liked that fixer. I understand why she didn't live longer than she lived, but that was a good performance. <laughs> she was intriguing whenever she was around. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. I think the last bit that I want to mention, this was my eye roll moment for, for the show that I couldn't remember earlier on um (laughs) when they're investigating travis's death and misty puts all the photos together so that the wax makes the symbol and and i'm just like she just put three random photos together and drew the symbol that way and it's of different space it's like no that doesn't make the symbol like if, if it if you had a single picture And it was like a connect the dot thing in that single picture. But she's like overlapping pictures so that this point matches up with that one. And and it's like, "Ah, no, mm -mm. that's that's a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. And if they can figure that out from photos, I'm like the police there on the scene would have gotten at least some of that. They may not know the exact symbol, but somebody would have said, weird. It looks like there were candles around here earlier. Do you think that's significant? Yep. I don't know. And uh, yeah, it was just a little bit strange, which I I think is another reason that people are expecting that Misty is still 
uh, under Lottie's influence mm. or still a follower of her is that it was so outlandish that she found she happened to just stack all of these big, mm. like what if she is the is setting it up right like does she have more to do with travis's death than she's mentioned um we don't know so yeah yeah there's there are mysteries that we're leaving this season with uh who really did kill travis what the heck happened to to javi where is he how did those people who storm in and take natalie adam how could they yeah, what, was there anything ulterior to that guy? Or was he truly just some innocent artist who had a crush on Shauna? We don't know. There was a theory like going around that Adam was the adult version of Javi. Uh, I was also thinking that, yes, because Javi it, seems like we don't see a lot of Javi. He's not even in, like, the main credits. He's, like, at the end in the Shauna black gave and white him the pa- paper, and then he yes, said, I want to yes. go do an art project. It made sense, but the creators shot it down, was like, no, we actually didn't even think of that. That's brilliant, but no. <laughs> right. See, that's what I've been thinking. I'm like, there's somebody who they don't, who was part of their group, who they don't realize is still out there, or they don't realize, like, like somebody That's looks them. wildly yeah. different. They had surgery or something like that. They've completely changed their identity. I kept expecting there's somebody they don't know hiding in plain sight. Yeah. There, somebody's going to take off that yellow jacket mascot head and somebody's back there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, man, I, I, God, there's so much that I, I just, I want to know more. I cannot wait for season two. Uh, yeah. It sounds like Showtime show t- has officially uh, announced that season two will be happening. They are trying to make it an annual thing is seemingly what I'd they are saying uh, because of how popular it, it is. I, I think I, I don't know when, but for a while it, it apparently was holding a 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So like this show has been like critically acclaimed and. People really seem to be talking about it online and stuff like that. So they they want to get season two out Mm -hmm. as fast as they can. Mm. Uh, And that they said probably same time next year. So like November, December ish. Oh, yeah, Yeah. I'd I'd like that. Yeah, I think this I mean, it's mid January now. So I think this did start Yeah, sometime in November, December. So to have that again later this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. I I did enjoy this a lot. And uh, all the issues I had with it, I think, are just like plot lines that need a little bit of logistical filling out or you spend too much time one place and not another time, not enough time somewhere else. Like, all I want is for the scripts to just be like a little bit tighter. And I feel like that's an easy fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think as these actors have more time with their characters, the writers the, the have more time. The acting is great. Oh, oh, yeah. But just like to, to tighten everything up, like everything I think is going to be good. It seems like the creators have a framework for where they want the show to go and what they want to do. I saw one site say they have a five season plan. But I don't know how wow. realistic that is. Um, and then, of course, the creators themselves was like, look, yeah, like we, we have a f- framework. 
But the nature of the business is that things change all the time. So we don't know how much will stick to that framework. And then I also saw them mention that, like, we don't know what we want to do with Shauna's baby yet, but we have at least 10 options right now. So we're working on it. Like, like it's something we're thinking about. I appreciate, from what I'm hearing from you, that the creators are honest about what they have planned and what they haven't. (laughs) I I think especially with what happened to Lost, where they just they had a great initial idea and then was just like, well, now what? And they just tried to keep the momentum going and then were like, well, okay, well, this this actor over here is really neat. Let's do more stuff with him. And they were like, well, how about you give me more money? And they were like, well, we can't. And he's like, all right, I'm out. I'm going to go do something else then. It's like, ah, well, shit. Now we have to go figure something else out in the script. And it's just like, yeah, I I, I think they really need to be transparent and be like, look, we have a plan that we we, we do have like an overall arc of like where we're trying to get to what we want to explore, all that stuff. It might not be exactly where we want it to be by time the show does end. But hey, like we are trying here. So Mm -hmm. kudos to them. Yeah, I'm so excited about this show. This was this was a treat. I love all the mysteries. I love the cast. I love these, all the relationships with each other. There's moments that are very funny and very sweet or, or very chilling. And I love that they are, uh, every death that we've seen so far has been like a real horror movie worthy death. And I appreciate yeah. that they put work into that. Like nobody's just like, nobody just like falls or shot or something every death is very dramatic and if you're going to be a show that has a high body count like this yeah put some spice in it have you know one of your main characters get metaphorically frozen out by your friends and then literally freeze to death frozen in some little jackie popsicle in a sleeping bag that's wild I've not seen that on TV before. Right. It, it, especially with what the show sh- showed us at the start, how grisly yeah. that was. Yeah. And then to just have this angelic blanket of snow at the end. And that is just as, if not more emotional. Uh, yeah, right, at, at, you can play with a there. lot of different things. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, I think that's about it. That wraps up my thoughts and mm. my questions. I, I, I'm still trying to formulate the, the theories, but yeah. I don't know if we have enough to like really have a solid like. Here's a real great theory about this because here, I don't know. I just think we need more, and I want more, and I demand more now. Please and thank you. <laughs> yeah, be patient. Indeed, uh, Melissa. Where can the people find you on the internet? We, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. This is a show I co-host with my brother Jams where we talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. So if you watch this and you liked the 90s nostalgia angle of it, you can get more of it there. There you go. Good stuff. 
You guys can follow me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter if you guys want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do uh, here at The Whatnots. We are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, we are on TikTok. Uh, we just started one, so there's not much up there yet, uh, but there is stuff up there and it's going up weekly, um, or I guess multiple times in a week, but still go follow us on TikTok at The Whatnots now that we have that up there. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for next year whenever we get to do a spoiler cast for yeah. season two. Uh, I do just want to give a shout out that uh, I think uh, I'm not sure what will be next that we do here on the show, but I know that uh, yeah. March 30th is when Moon Knight will be premiering. Uh, so we will mm -hmm. be covering that for sure. Um, but yeah, hope I mean. Maybe we'll we'll do something on Star Wars or Peacemaker or something like that. I I yeah. I, uh, I think we'll we'll figure out some things uh, in the meantime. There, yeah, I think that wraps us up for our spoiler cast on Peacemaker. Or no, <laughs> I just said no. Peacemaker. No, we Yellow haven't jackets. even started. We've <laughs> <laughs> haven't spoken oh, about I... the man. No, no, we have not. Non Yellow Jackets season one. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed it as much as we did. Uh, and I guess let us know your thoughts on the show. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, but with that, I don't, we will get out of here. If you tell me any theories, you will be the first person to have told me that. I live in kind of a weird little bubble, so you can tell me anything and surprise me. There you go. There you go. Uh, with that, we are getting out of here. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.